Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. With producer Sanaa Marie. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose the highs and lows of their pursuits and how through their passion they are moving the culture forward be sure to follow verbally effective and ina esco on instagram also download the verbally effective podcast on soundcloud itunes and google play music don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com Peace to the planet, it's your man Jay Buck, a.k.a. Buck Nasty, also known as the king of nostalgic soul. And I'm hanging out with Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast. I'm Condi Anthony from WMC Action News 5. You can join me weekdays on Channel 5 at 5, 6, and 10 p.m. I'm hanging with Ina Esco on Verbally Effective. I'm verbally effective because I'm a principal, an interior designer, and a blogger who juggles it all. Memphis native Laquita Tate is an educator, interior stylist, designer, and content creator for her brand, Laquita Tate Interior Styling and Designs. She's loved all things design since she was very young, but it wasn't until her adult years that she began to consider turning her passion into entrepreneurship. Her journey started to unfold after she decorated her home room by room. She took her social media followers on the journey with her and many were so amazed at her work that they began to hire her to style and design their homes. This outpour of support inspired her to birth her company, Laquita Tate Interior Stylings and Designs. Laquita is an elementary school principal by day, but after hours, she works on all things interior design. She just recently enrolled in New York Institute Art and Design, working on a certification in interior design. When she's not pursuing her passions, she's spending time with her husband of 23 years and her two grown sons. Verbally Effective, your double E, Ina Esco here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Verbally Effective podcast. You guys know you can get the podcast on all streaming platforms. And now we have the YouTube channel. That's right. Subscribe today on the Ina Esco YouTube channel. That's E-N-A. E-S-C-O, because you got to see this pretty lady that's on the pile with me today. You got to see the visuals. It's all about visuals today. I have with me on the pod, interior stylist and blogger. And oh yeah, she's a doctor as well. And she's in uh, the New York Institute of Design right now. I'm talking about Laquita Tate. How you doing, lady? Hey, Miss Ina. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I am wonderful. Good to see you on the Zoom because I haven't seen you in person in so long. How's it going? I know. It's going well. It's good to see you as well. 
Yes. Well, you know, we kind of talked um, a while back at a wedding about you coming on the podcast and you had so much things in the making at that time. And, you know, just following you on social media, you know, I, I could tell that you were all about, you know, designing spaces and, and creating wonderful visuals. And also you are like a, a stellar soror with the ladies of Delta Sigma Theta. <laughs> they love you, baby. Every time I mention you or in a picture with you, that's like, that's my Sarah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so you are well loved and very creative around the city of Memphis. So let's start at the beginning. What part of Memphis are you from? I'm from, born and raised in North Memphis, Chelsea and Lambert. Okay, all day. Yes, ma'am. But now, of course, I live in Bartlett. <laughs> okay, no, but let's go back. Tell me about growing up on Chelsea and Lambert, though. So Chelsea and Lambert, oh, it was just nothing but love. My cousins lived a couple of, either next door or a couple of doors down. So it was always us just kind of hanging out with very close-knit family, uh, mom, dad, my sisters, just everybody, my grandma. We stayed with my grandmother at the time. And so, of course, my mom got married, then we moved to Raleigh. But just growing up, it was just a great childhood, just being able to walk to the corner store, get my pickle and my peppermint stick, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. my Chico stick. But hang, hang, hanging out with my cousins, my cousins are actually my mom's first cousins. They're my second cousins. But we're around the same age, so we were very close and hung out. And so okay. we're still just as close even today. Are you an only child? Oh, no. I'm the oh, oldest. No. Well, so with my mom, <laughs> I'm the oldest. Okay. Oh, I have. Yeah, it's, it's a long story. It's a nice little blended family. But okay. with my mom and the girls I was raised with, I have two sisters up under me. I actually have three under me, but by my mom, I have two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but you hung out oldest. with your cousins. You hung out with your cousins. Oh, yeah, because my sisters, <laughs> my sister that's next to me, she's six years younger than me. Oh. And so my other sister, we're 13 years apart. And then my other sister's my son's age. So, <laughs> yes. Yes. so my cousins are all my age. So I hung out with them growing up. Because okay. my sister's just too young to hang out with. I got you. I got you. But you know, when you get a little older, you, you start to jail better with those younger siblings sometimes yeah well then also so i my i had i have kids that are grown now i was a teenage pregnant mom so yeah i had okay. my first son at 17 okay and my second son right before i turned 19 okay so my sisters were very instrumental in helping me with the children because of course they were growing up and then you need babysitters got yes. into being in school so they definitely were help there as a help meet for me and Nate, for my husband and I. Wow. So yeah, and we were close. We're close though. I'm very close to my sisters, even though the one that my two younger sisters now have kids, and so my nephew and and niece. I also love them, but I have brothers as well. But that's on another side of my family. Gotcha. That's so why I say it's a nice little blended family. It is. It is nice blended family. But I love them all, and I'm close with them, whether. Yeah. We have the same mom and dad or not, you know, they're, they're part of me and I'm big on that unity. I, I don't like to be having issues with my siblings. I don't like when they have issues, like mm -hmm. I'm the one that's trying to mend everybody back together. But I am the oldest, except for my brother. I have one brother that's older than me. Everybody else is younger. And so mm -hmm. they do, they talk to me, they look up to me. I do try to be a role model, set a good example for them. Yes. And then my boys, of course, they, you know, they, they definitely motivated me yeah. to continue school. And when I mean motivated, not saying, mama, you can do it, but just because I didn't want to be another statistic. 
here he is, another black girl who's a teenage mom, pregnant. Gotcha. Oh my goodness, she's not gonna make it in life. I was dispelling all of that and I wanted my boys to see what can happen regardless to what, and it wasn't a mistake, so, cause I would never say that. By doing things, your path being different from what maybe your parents wanted it to be. Right. Whatever you decide to do, you just gotta continue going and pushing forward and making it happen. So right. they were definitely, motivators in that aspect gotcha now you while you were in high school you attended the central high school (laughs) just imagine central so you know anything about central here i am pregnant at central Mm -hmm. only pregnant girl at central and so i went there 10th and 12th grade so 11th grade i went to Northside because Northside had a daycare and I was trying to be back with my best friends. All of them, we it, it's really, we have so many funny stories, but like, we, I went to Frazier Junior High School. That's okay. actually where I met my husband. I went to Frazier Junior High School. It's four of us that became friends in middle school. Mm-hmm. We went there, seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. One of them left and went to Northside. I went to the high school, <laughs> and two of them stayed at, at Frazier for 10th grade. 11th grade, all of us went to Northside together. And two wow. of us had had a child at that time. Both of us, you know, had had two weeks apart. Our kids are two weeks apart. So they had a daycare. And I wanted, you know, my son to be close to me, new mom, teenage mom, didn't know what I was doing, trying to figure it out. So we all went to Northside 11th grade year. 12th grade year, I went back to the high school because that's where I wanted to graduate from. The two that went to, two that was at Frazier and 10th, they went back to graduate from Frazier and the one that went to Northside 10th graduated from Northside. Wow, a lot going on, but it sounds to me like, you know, you had a a solid foundation, a great support system, and you're you're even, you know, still with your sweetheart from middle school, right? Yeah, he's a little, he was a little bit older. Okay. (laughs) So we actually started dating when I was in the ninth grade, and hey, Pretty much been stuck together like Lucy and of course, you know, we had some breaks here and there throughout, you know, the dating scene, uh, growing up, still young, having kids young, but we made it through. We've been married since I was 21. Wow. <laughs> that, that's, that's a really beautiful love story right there. And, you know, I know it was probably hard for you trying to dispel those rumors, you know, as a high school teenager, but you did it and you've like, you know, succeeded on so many levels. So tell me, you know, once you graduated high school, what was next? Even having, you know, a small child in the picture, you know, I had two then. So I graduated from high school. So I had my son, my baby, he's 25. Now I had him on May 5th. I graduated high school May 31st and say I graduated. I was 18, but I turned 19 like the next day. June 1st is my birthday. So I turned 19. So I had two kids pretty much by the time I graduated from high school. Okay. But I knew I wanted to go to school and I knew, you know, I knew what I wanted. So my grandmother used to work at VA hospital and I was crazy about my grandmother. I was the oldest. My grandmother and my mom both were teenage moms. So my grandmother had my mom at 13. My mom had me at 15, and then I had my first child at 17. So I also had something to prove to them, you know, that, you know, I just had something to prove because, of course, that's not, being a teenage mom is not something that they would have wanted for their daughter or for their grandchild because of what 
they had already experienced. Uh, but I knew I wanted to go to college and I knew I didn't want to sit it out and wait too long. I set out one year just so we could figure some things out. And then I enrolled at the University of Memphis. And since my grandmother worked at B8, I like medicine just because of her. I didn't know anything about medicine, but I wanted to be a physical therapist just because my grandmother worked at the hospital. And so that's what I went to school for initially was to be a physical therapist. And when I took that biology course, I said, this, I don't. You're like, this is not me right here, honey. This is not what I want, but I had no, I had no roadmap at that point. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, of course, having kids, I don't know. I can't recall a guidance counselor sitting down, going over my choices with me. You know, once I get out of school, I don't remember, recall that. And I don't know if that was because I had two kids and they looked like, you know, right. what, really, what is she going to make? They didn't say that. Nobody ever said that to me. At least they didn't. I had people that had said that. But, but it wasn't really. Oh, yeah. yeah. That I was going to, you know, I was going to be a dropout. I was going to. Members or just people yeah. in yeah oh. it was family members yeah okay. when I was younger you know yeah. and that's because of their own experience how they like you now though how they like you right <laughs> okay they're extremely proud of me people are extremely proud of me and I you know so but I've never been the type of person that listen to what people say or say to me like I know my abilities and I know what I want to accomplish in life. So I don't let, allow the naysayers to stop me in my tracks. That just gives me more fuel to make it happen. And I, right. I, I, I rise to the occasion. So I knew I wanted to go to college. So I sat at that year, talked to Nate. We worked out a plan. Of course, I had my sisters that were able to assist as well. So I went to school. I worked part-time and I was able to go to school full-time. And uh, I mean, it just worked out. So I changed my major when I realized... Uh, physical therapy biology just wasn't for me and so I had to figure out what it is I wanted to do and I've always loved kids and I've always loved learning and education and so I decided I wanted to be an educator I wanted to be a teacher so that's what I end up enrolling into those educational courses so I can get my degree in education oh, of course while there undergrad I pledged yes that's one of my long <laughs> now why did you choose Delta Sigma Theta Honestly, there was no other choice. Absolutely love everybody else's sorority. Like me and you are real cool and close and you're AKA and I got other really close friends that are AKAs or even aspire to be AKAs. But, and otherwise I can close out my employees now, Zeta, Sigma Rose, all in. I love everybody. But for me, Delta just was the epitome of an organization that I wanted to take a part in. I worked around other Deltas. Actually, I worked around other people who were from the same chapter who ended up being my profile. Like they were one one uh, line before me. And I liked the way they presented themselves. I liked the way that they always promoted and talked about the sororities and Deltas and all the things that they were doing and they were about. And and I learned about all of them, but there was just something about Delta that stuck at, stuck, 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 I can't even get my words out. It stood out to me that said, this is what I want to be a part of. And there was no other choice for me. And it wow. has been glorious ever since. Like, I absolutely adore my line sisters. We're extremely close. I mean, me and my back, I'm 13, she's 14. Like, we road trip. We go out of town. All of us have been out of town together. We all support each other. After just, my line sister just got married last Saturday, I believe. Wow. And she would have seemed like half of them was in her way. 
Yeah. Her wedding, but we're just extremely close. Even our neos and profiles, we can call on each other. This chapter, and I can't speak about other chapters. I would hope other chapters are just as close. But my chapter, we're all close. We all, like my last, not last, it's my neo is Brandy Evans from Pea Valley. Mm-hmm. So we all support her, watch wow. the show, you know, root for her, you know, all of those things and still just, you know, supporting each other. So I, that's what I love about this organization. Yeah. And see, you pledged the year I pledged spring 99. We both pledged spring 99. I was at Lemoyne. You was at Memphis. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, those experiences and those times back then pledging in 99, do you hear me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> most memorable times of our lives and when I look at some of the Greeks today I'm like what I has no changed clue. so much why has things changed <laughs> like I don't think they're getting the experience that I got right I, I would agree with you on that and I do have to say I'm so thankful to my support system because again I was in school had two kids and married at this point when I pledged and so I'm thankful to one of my profites who I worked with at the time, calling my husband and telling him what exactly my experience, like I was going to be taken away from the house for a length of time. Like I was going to have to be at the house doing, you know, participating in this process. So she just was letting him know ahead of time. So he would be well prepared. And he was, and he supported me even to the point where once we crossed, that afternoon he gave me a surprise dinner with my closest friends Mm. like he just has always supported me in whatever I wanted to do and I know it hadn't been easy I know for a fact because we talked about it it hadn't always been easy on him because even as an educator especially once I got in leadership it took me away from home even more because I'm working at the school longer hours you know so we talked about it and I had to get my priorities together because sometimes when you are trying to be a businesswoman, trying to be about work, a career woman, you sometimes, it's, it's hard to, you can't balance it because something is going to take precedence of the other. That's and true. so, you know, but once, once I, I got my, my mind, mind right, right. <laughs> got like, okay, mind right. Me, I got my mind right. Okay, let me figure out how I can do this better. And, you know, it's just kind of like a, a juggling act at times, just trying to figure out what needs to take priority. Right. But we made it work, so. Yeah, I made it work, baby. Now, did you pursue your uh, PhD right after undergrad or was it much later? It was not much later. (laughs) So, yeah, it seemed like I've been in school forever. So I did finish undergrad. Now, I did sit out maybe two years after I got my bachelor's. Okay. I maybe sat out one or two years and then I went and got my master's at Cumberland University. And then I went and started working on my doctorate. Shortly after that, while I was working on my doctorate, though, I decided to go to also enroll at CBU to be an administrator. Because at that point, I was an instruction facilitator, and I wanted to be an assistant principal and possibly a principal. So I needed to get my admin license. So while I was in, I went to Capella University to get my PhD. So while I was in that coursework, I did decide to take a break from it so I could do the fast track program at Christian Brothers. And that program was a year and a half. So I did take a break. I, I was still in school, but I took a break from the PhD to pursue and get my admin license. As soon as I got my admin license, I picked my PhD back up. And so I've had my PhD now. This is going on my fourth year because I got it in 2016. So yeah, this is four years now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you've yeah. been on the grind. Like <laughs> you have been yeah. on the grind. 
Okay, yeah. so there's leadership, schooling, education. Let's talk about how you got interested in this world of design. How did this all come about, Laquita? Yeah, so again, because I'm so used to being in school, once I finished with my PhD, I had all this extra time on my hands, Dina. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with. And I've always loved design. I've always loved like looking at home decor, browsing the stores for different type of home accessories and putting them together, even in my own home. Like, so if I always loved that and, you know, spent hours looking on Pinterest, pinning things and saying, oh, if this was my place, it just in my head, if, if I had this space, I would do this, I would do that. Nothing about me trying to be an interior designer at that time. This just throughout life, you know, and then being a homeowner, you know, you're just like, oh, I want to make my house look nice, putting colors together. So I've always enjoyed that. But not until I finished my PhD and had extra time, I was like, okay, what else do I want to do in this life? You know, like I need to add anything else because here I am, a principal at this point, and opening up a brand new school. Wow. All of this happening at the same time, I'm like, but it kept being on me. So when something is on me heavy and I wake up and I still thinking about it, I go to sleep, it's still on my mind, I'm taking notes, then I know it's something that I need to at least try to pursue. And so that's what it was with interior design. It just kept being on me, interior design, interior stylist, home decorator. Like it just, I just kept seeing it. It was popping up on my feed. I was following some different interior designers. And I'm just like, you know what? this is what I want to do. I, I want to do this. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to go in business for myself. And so I sought out a mentor here in Memphis, who's a beautiful, beautiful person, beautiful interior designer, sought her out. We had brunch. I laid it all out for her and told her she was going to be my mentor. So <laughs> she's going to be your mentor, baby. Yep. She knows she <laughs> stuck with me at this point, but we had started having conversation, had become friends. When, once I talked to her about it and she was like, go for it. What you waiting on? Go and start your business. So she gave me that extra motivation to go ahead and start and stop thinking, well, I don't have schooling behind me. I've never been in school for interior design. I've, you know, she was like, just do it. And so that's when I launched my business on October the 21st of 2019. Wow. And so what's been great about it too is because for the new school that I'm at now, brand new building, 21st century school, just opened August the 31st. I was able to pick out all of the furniture, all of the colors. Oh, you designed it. Yes. So like, I didn't do the floor plan. The floor plan wasn't okay. me. That was the architect. That's contract. not my flow right there, y'all. Everything right. <laughs> That's not my flow. Okay. I made it pretty. <laughs> I made it very pretty. Uh, so yeah, so that was a unique situation because here you got an interior designer who's also a principal and they're at a school that needs the inside to be designed. Yeah. So that was, it was a lot of work. Trust me, it was a whole lot of work, but it was fun. And I learned a lot in the process because the best teacher is experience. Yes. And so I didn't so always get everything, everything right, right. But if you see that building, Mm-hmm. You know that somebody has some special hands. Like, okay, I gotta go stop by Alfie, honey. Come by and see yeah. us. Yes. But yeah, it's it's a wow. very nice, nice building. It is designed really, really well. Wow, that's the amazing. is gonna love it. Yeah. Now you've been in uh with your business for a year now. Uh tell me about some of the challenges, you know, maybe some of the top challenges you face entering in this world of design. So my biggest challenge, uh, one was just 
myself, that imposter syndrome, like, am I really good enough for this? I don't have the, the degree. I don't have a certification. I don't have all the knowledge. And then I came about in COVID hit. So my business started in October, COVID hit in March. I had all these brand plans of going to all these different markets. Like there's so many markets for interior design where you can touch and feel the actual fabrics and talk to different trades people and like learn different behind the scenes of this business, listen to different panelists talking about interior design. I thought I was going to be able to experience that in this year. Mm. But of course, Mr. COVID came and disrupted everybody's life. <laughs> now you're the first person I've heard reference COVID as a mister. Everybody's like, Miss Rona, now you missed the COVID. Okay, I like Mr. that. Mr. COVID, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he the one messed stuff up. <laughs> right, girl. Look, I don't even want to get started we on my- fix stuff. Mrs. Mrs. Fix things. Miss, yes. Mrs. Fix things. Okay. Miss Rona should fix stuff. <laughs> right, Mr. COVID just came and turned up, huh? I mean, just tore us up. So I was expecting that. I also thought when COVID hit that my business, I wouldn't get business. I'm like, people are not going to be paying for this service, you know, but the opposite happened. Like people were at home. We've been at home for months. And so people are able to, you, especially you're working from home. So you're working in a space. You're like, this is not conducive to me for me to be able to do what I need to do for work. So people now want their spaces in their home to actually be a work from home space that looks appealing and somewhere that they would actually want to work or they're going in their bedroom because they want to turn off for the day. And I'm like, this bedroom is boring. It's bland. I need more. So people, my business actually picked up during this time and it hasn't stopped. But what I, so I, what I thought would be a challenge, it hasn't been a challenge. The only challenge again is again in myself feeling like I didn't have the knowledge to really do the business the way it needs to be done. So I want to change that. So if it's on me again, I change it. So I'd have enrolled in school now so yeah. I can get those credentials and I won't have that, you know, that little doubt that kicks mm -hmm. in sometimes. So I did, yeah. even though I will always do what it is I feel like I should do, there's still doubt that comes with any of these roles. Yeah. Right. I, I understand about those doubts. And, and But then when you do it and just get into it, everything comes together. Yes, absolutely. And then two, one thing. So in the beginning, of course, I was designing my home. When I first got started designing my home, then some friends reached out to me. I've done this, like a room in their home and things of that nature. That's what gave me the confidence saying, oh yeah, I can do this. And then when my mentor said, go on, start your business. Go, you know, I, I'm going to be here with you. Go on and get it done. And so with those experiences, it gave me the confidence and a push to get it done. Uh, and then just learning as I go, you know, like I said, experience is the best teacher. So just learning as I go and then just pushing down whatever challenges that come because yeah. everything's going to come with its own set of challenges, but you got to just push that down and just get, get it done. You know, yeah, and like you said, done. once you do it, how you feel about it afterwards, you know, it's just, it's bliss. Mm -hmm. So Laquita, what does your dream design job look like? Ooh, dream. So what would be a dream for me is a blank slate, like maybe a new build and I'm coming in and I'm redoing every space. Like I love the styling part of it. I like putting it all together. I like when the, uh, the homeowners come in and they see their space for the first time and they like, 
a while, like I never thought about putting these things together. Because some people see my home and they're like, I never thought you can mix those patterns like that. I never thought mm. about that color with that color. Oh, I never thought about doing an all black room because my living room is all black. Mm. And so people be surprised that these things work together. Um, yeah, they're surprised that these things work together. So my dream job is just a blank slate because most of the people whose homes I'm doing our spaces, of course, they. we want them to live in it because you want them to get a feel of what they want. But it's some of the stuff is already furnished and they like, well, I want to keep this, but you can work around this. Like I want it to be an empty room and I can come and just, or empty home and I can come and just put my touch on each space in the house. Of course, with, with the homeowner in mind, like, of course, I want them to tell me what they like, what they don't like colors, aesthetics. We'll go through a whole questionnaire. I spend time with them, hours with them to kind of get a feel for who they are. If they got children, you know, if it's a single mom or, you know, or it's just a bachelor pad. So I want to get a feel for it. If it's a loft or if it's a house, I need to get a feel for how they live, how they function in their space. And then I go from there. But that is a dream for me, a new build, modern, you know, and then I'm able to come in and put layers in it. And that's what I like. I do layers. I do, I mix, I love mixing prints. So it can be a cheetah print with, you know, with a Chevron, if that's where I want to go with it. Mm. So something like that. Different. I like textures. I like things that look 3D. So it might be a pillow that you can actually feel the fabric on. So I like things of that nature. So that little blank slate, just let me come in and do what I do. I know, right? And uh, with you being in, you know, design school right now out of New York virtually, you know, what does design school look like virtually? What kind of classes do you take? Like, how is that going for you right now? Yeah, so I, I enrolled in New York Institute of Art and Design, and it is a self-paced course. So it has several modules, and within those modules, it has several lessons. It has quizzes that I have to take after I learn things. So it's like color theory, space planning. So it has all those things. It's the history of colors. So I have to learn what when it goes back in time, when the first color came about or who tried this first. So I'm learning those things. And so that's wow. really fun, learning the real definition of what interior design is, who tried their first hand at interior design, like how that word and that career even came about. Uh, in the world. So it just looks like you developing your plan. So I have, I know what my classes are and I actually sit down and say, okay, I'm going to spend how much time do I need or have today? I'm going to spend this amount of time on my schoolwork. I take a quiz and right now I got an A minus. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's based on a quiz, but you know, so it's just really putting the time for the courses in your day-to-day -day schedule, or even if I don't do it every day, when I if I do it every other day, just making sure that I set time aside to get it done. And it's an 18-month program, and I'm trying my best to get it done within six months. So that does mean sometimes doubling up on some of my lessons. Or like Saturday and Sunday, where I may have two, three, four hours, I can sit and just read through my lessons. Mm -hmm. It's projects that I have to turn in as well. I have a mentor within the program and I can call them for any questions I have or just to discuss some things. So that's just, that's how this program is set up. And I like that it's self-paced because that's good for me with juggling being a principal as well as an interior designer. Wow. Now, will you have to visit the school um, in the future or are you planning? They haven't, so yeah, I had to do that for Capella when I did my PhD because my PhD too was long distance. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and so, and I did that with Capella because I, at the time my boys were younger and I wanted to be home with them. You know, they boys. Yeah. I need to, <laughs> I know. I need to, I know. you understand. Oh, yes, yes. I do. <laughs> so I wanted to be at home. So I, I have that, I do have discipline when it's time for me to buckle down and get my, mm -hmm. my schoolwork done. So I do have that. They haven't said that I have to come yet, but I would, like once I get my certification, I wouldn't mind visiting. Cause that's how it was with uh, my PhD when I, I, I walked, I wanted to graduate. So mm -hmm. I went to Minneapolis cause that's where it was at Minnesota. And I, the school actually was just a building. Like it wasn't a real campus. And like we would for Memphis or like Lamont. It was in a building that had like a suite. So I actually went by and took a picture in front of the side, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to walk and my oldest son was able to go with me and I wanted him to experience that and see that he and my husband. So that was, when was that was his first time actually on a plane at that point? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we take a lot of road trips, but he, you know, them tickets for them planes get expensive. Yes, yes, ma'am. Look, I don't think nowadays they too cheap, but right now, now we can everybody can go. <laughs> yeah, but I want him to be there. So yeah, so that's that's I don't know if they'll ask us to come, but I'm willing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So after design school is over, I know you're going to take your business to another level. Laquita, you would have already learned, you know, the entire history, history of uh, interior design. design. It kind of reminds me, I remember the movie, The Devil Wears Prada, when mm -hmm. she told the girl, when she was like, it's just blue. And she was like, do you know what you're talking about? This is such and such blue. And then I was like, wow, it's really deep when you learn yes about yes. the whole world, right? Yes, it's completely different. Then you got to think about the other colors that live within that paint color. Mm -hmm. Is this gray more on this side or is it on this side? How does it look uh, compared to the light in that room? How does it look with the furniture in the room? So you, you got to think about all of that color theory with space planning, all of it plays a role in the exact color, how dark it is, how light it is. Does it have more blue tint in this? And so forth. So you actually got to play around with it. And a lot of times for uh, homeowners, especially homeowners who are trying to, you know, do their own home, they will get some samples and put the samples on the wall. And throughout the day, you can see at different light fixtures, light, light sources throughout the day, you can see the exact color that you're going for. And so wow. for interior designers, sometimes we play with colors enough, we automatically know this is going to work for that room amazing that entire world is amazing now i bet a lot of people are trying to wonder laquita how do you balance everything that you do how do you do it so i wouldn't say balance uh because i don't think because i can't give my studies the same same uh attention at the same time as i do being a principal or, or interior design like i can't give all of them equal attention same amount of attention every day because there's going to be something to take precedence. Um, full-time, I am a full-time student, of course. Yes, I'm a full-time principal. I'm a full-time interior designer. But typically from 6.30 in the morning until about 5 in the afternoon, I'm a school principal. Mm. And so I have to focus on the teachers that I'm managing. I have to focus on the kids that they are managing. And so that's my role during that time. Everything after that, before 6.30, after, uh, 5.30, I can do interior design, I can do schooling. So what works for me, I have to write everything down. So I work out a weekly plan 
on what I want to see happen every day. Even I plan out my content for Instagram. Like I have to be that precise. So I would get up at 4.30 in the morning, work on my interior design, my clients for about an hour. Then I work out for 5.30 to 6.30 and then start getting ready for work and then leave out ahead to work. So that works for me. And now if I take a lunch break, then I can work on maybe school related things. I may can work on some additional client stuff if I actually take an actual lunch break while at work. But when I'm working for, as a principal, I have to dive completely into that. And then when I get home and I get off, it's back to interior design. The weekend, I try not to do anything related to being a principal unless there's an emergency, something that needs my attention. But Saturdays and Sundays, bless you, Saturdays and Sundays, I really try to uh, delve into my full interior design. That's when I'm doing installs, I'm going to clients' homes, you know, uh, talking to them for if I'm doing an actual in-person consultation or I'm doing install, excuse me, install of their the furniture, like laying it out. So that happens on Saturdays and Sundays and after hours as well. So that's how I'm juggling it all. I just have to write it in. Now, meals being cooked, that's not happening around. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, hubby not in there taking care of that, that, that cooking? No. It's been a lot of ordering out. It's been a lot of DoorDash, right? <laughs> I feel. And we will, and he can cook, I can cook. My oldest son is here with us. He can cook as well, but they all think I'm supposed to be the one that cooks. So that, that's why we DoorDash, you know, everybody picking up something to eat, you know, and bringing it home. And sometimes I was telling a client friend of mine this morning, I said, I kind of feel bad that I don't cook anymore. Like I used not when the boys was going up. I cooked all the time. Like we mm-hmm. we cook all the time. But once I they they're grown or they're at the home, I mean I don't do that as often. Yeah. And I'm like, Nate, you can cook too. Yeah. Like, we both can do this now because I got two full time jobs and school. Help a sister. Out. <laughs> Look now when it's when you get home, it's like okay, what are we ordering today, y'all? What? Yeah, the, <laughs> what yeah, <laughs> That's exactly what it is. When one of us about to get off work, and hey, what do you want to eat? Who going to pick it up? Who passing something somewhere? But one day we're going to get it together. Like after we get our routine down, you know, because I can crock pot a meal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got you, girl. I understand. You know, so we'll we got we'll figure it out eventually. But right now, everybody's still living. Everybody's still healthy. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Laquita, this is what I want to know. Um, um, like like with, with you being in the world of interior design, you know, that's, that's a world that I'm not very familiar with. Um, is that a world that's heavily male dominated or um, heavily dominated by women or there's a blend of both or you haven't even seen which one it is yet? Yeah, you know, so I haven't seen a lot. Well, it's a lot of women that are in interior design, but there are some men too, actually, a good friend of mine who just became, we became really good friends through social media. And now that's become our accountability partner. We, he and I, we actually talk every Sunday about what we're planning for our content for the week in our interior design business. Mm-hmm. Like I absolutely love him. We work very well together. So there are men on the scene, of course, but in my opinion, just from what I see and the people that of course that I follow is more women dominated but it's also more white dominated as well. Yes, yes. And so, of course, with the whole Black Lives Matter that came about, then now people have realized, oh, there are some black interior designers out here. 
there are, you know, there are. So, <laughs> you know, we're out here. And so now some of the interior, black interior designers are actually getting the recognition that they deserve years ago. They're actually being put in print. Actually, my mentor, I want to say she's been put in print three times just this month. Uh, alone, but there are so many people now being put in print. So many people are being spotlighted yes, for sir. their work. Not necessarily, you know, we don't want to be spotlighted just because we're black. Here's a black interior designer, but we want you to see that our work is just as good, if not better, you know, than anybody else. So give That's us right. the same kind of recognition that everybody else got. If you're doing panel discussion, there's six people on the panel. Do th do three and three, like equal it out, balance it out, and not just black people, but just people of color in general. So there, are, you know, people of other colors that are also interior designers. Let everybody shine in this space. Amen, amen. Now tell me about this contest you recently won. Oh, art by design. Yes, art by design. <laughs> yes, yeah, so art by design, and so my mentor again, um, she was the catalyst behind this the emerging designers for art by design she worked with them on so i guess i want to say starting early 2019 yeah because i can get my days mixed up now that we seem like the whole i know they just stopped. run together they yes. run together like what day is it today exactly <laughs> so it was in 2019 she did a contest through art art by design art memphis uh and what you had to do was you had to create a mood board like you had to think of a space and if you could design it any kind of way you wanted to, you had to create a mood board for it. You had to create the floor plan for it. And then you had to post it to Instagram. And you have ever many likes you got or comments you got is how you want. Mm -hmm. So based on how, you know, so that was it. So once I did my mood board, once I did my floor plan, I had to submit it to them, but I also had to put it on my Instagram. And then I just constantly promoted it. Yes, <laughs> I was like, look, y'all, yes. I'm entering this contest. I need y'all to get on my page, like it. I need y'all to get on my page and comment. I was telling all the teachers at the school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said, look, I, I was in a faculty meeting. I remember we closed the faculty meeting. I said, before y'all go, you have an Instagram, <laughs> open it up now. Look for me. I'm Queen of Tate. They found me. I said, okay, this last post, I need you to like it. Put some kind of comment. So they did that. And at that same time, I had to go for a training in New Mexico, Albuquerque. Yeah. And so we were there. Anybody I met, you got Instagram? That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You know, I kept talking it up. And I had, oh, my gosh. When I say it was an overwhelming experience with the support and the people that reshared it. Like they were sharing it, hey, go follow her. Go, you know, even if they didn't follow me, you didn't have to follow. I just need you to like and comment. Yeah. And so from that, actually, it was four of us that became emerging designers. And so with the experience, we didn't have to. So with the art by design, typically the interior designers will um pay for a space. So you have to pay for the space and you have to pay to have all your items brought in. You have to, you know, pay somebody to maybe if you do a wallpaper, install the wallpaper, pay somebody to install your light fixtures, all of that. Well, emerging designers, we didn't have to do that. Um, Art by Design and my mentor who was organizing it, she got us with another interior designer here in Memphis who was willing to allow us to pick out whatever we needed for our space, free mm -hmm. of charge. Amazing. And because this interior designer was also 
part, part of, of part Memphis. She actually had paid for her space. She had to bring her own items. She was willing to allow us to just put our, have our items on her truck and she was going to deliver them to, cause we were going to be at the Pipkin Bill. Mm -hmm. So she was going to, I mean, all this is free of charge. And like, it, I mean, it was just a great, great experience for all of us, David Quarles, Brandon, Cassandra, and me. We are the four emerging designers uh, that won the contest. Yes, thank you. That won a contest. But of course, because of COVID, it did not happen. It did, you know, we didn't end mm -hmm. up being able to bring it to fruition. But on next Wednesday, Mad Week, we are going to be on Mad Week with the moderator, who again is my mentor, who was the organizer for our Memphis. We're going to do a panel discussion on the future of interior designers. So because we weren't able to actually do, you know, art by design because of COVID, we're doing this other platform through Mad Week, and that's on next uh, Wednesday from, a, I want to say 12 to 1 is the time. So I've been promoting it on my um, social media platform. Well, that's good. You still get to, you know, utilize social media to, yeah. you know, recognize that you guys won and, mm -hmm. you know, move forward with talking about the future of design. So that's amazing, Laquita. Look at you. Well, I remember liking that picture. I was like, 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 like. I'm like, y'all share this. Come on. But yeah, yeah and I want to say, well, I know I did. I was, I had the most likes and comments, mm -hmm. you know, but there, there were some very close contenders. Look, they came through for you. really came through. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, that really came through and I appreciate it so oh, much. Wow. It was you fun. know what? A lot of people may think uh, in their mind, uh, oh, I have this space, you know, well, I'm going to try to take a stab at it, but I really would like an interior designer. They may think that you guys are really pricey. Is that just, you know, something in my mind or is that true? <laughs> or so does some it be people, Yeah, some people may feel like uh, I don't want to pay for that service. But you really, in, in, in my opinion, and I can't talk about what people, I can't, you know, what people pay for. You know, everybody pays for what they want to pay for. Right. So it's whatever's most important to you. So like I may buy a lot of clothes and pay for a designer bag where somebody else like, I ain't paying for that, but you may go and pay for that for a car. You know, it just right. depends on what you want. Other, You know, um, and I don't think it's expensive in my opinion. Not if you want a certain look, if you're a type of person that it, design is just not your thing. And there's some, some people, it's just not my thing. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to put it, put this stuff together. I definitely say reach out to an interior designer, even if you don't use them for the full install, you can do a consultation where in the consultation, we do share some suggestions with you. So you can take those suggestions and you can run with those and you can also, you can do how you want and create your space the way you want it based on our suggestions. But I don't think that it's, it's expensive at all. I think you just have a budget and if your budget only allows you to do one room, Mm -hmm. And then just do that one room. And then when you save up to do another room, just go from there because you don't have to, we don't have to do everything at one time. It can be a slow process and it can be incremental. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes, so you're working with budgets around here. We got to work with budget. I'm not trying <laughs> to get anybody put out of their house and home. Okay. Right. Right. I want to do your room and then you can't pay your mortgage. Okay. You pay me. <laughs> Gotcha. Now, Laquita, what do you do to get some rest and sit your butt down somewhere? Do you do that sometimes? <laughs> so I 
I've had I've had some friends like be on me and like you really need to just rest. Like I'm just concerned about you. I'm fine. I know they're concerned about me because I'm taking on, you know, all of these tasks, but I'm fine. Like I love every single thing that I'm doing. I love being a principal. I love being an interior designer. I love being a student. Like these are things that bring me joy. Uh it can't bring me heartache too. So don't think that everything is just peaches and, and cream all the time because managing adults at a school demands of <laughs> state law and the district, you know, that can, that gets, yeah. you know, it can get a bit challenging. Even if you got interior design, you got clients that, you know, are demanding or not seeing your vision. That too is challenging. You know, want you to constantly revise something. And this, it takes a lot of time to, put a room together like the sourcing part of interior design probably takes the most time where you got to sit and pull find all of these things for the client and put the room together then you send it off to them and they approve it and then after they approve it then they like oh hold on well I saw this chair I want this chair instead of this one like you got to take time out to go and look for that stuff again so a lot of um interior designers now putting their proposals I'm only gonna revise one time so if you come to me a second time, I'm not going to be able to do it. This is what we agreed on. Because it's a lot of time. Yeah. But th- those are some of the challenges that come with the, the, both of those jobs, you know, being a principal and that. And then uh, school is fine just because it's self-paced. So it's it's all about, you know, about what I'm doing. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I have learned so much about you, Laquita. At this time, we're going to do some hot questions with Esco. I'm going to ask you a few questions and you're going to have to tell me Yes, you know, either this or that, okay? Okay. <laughs> Don't get nervous now. I'm not. I'm, okay, I got you. Okay, hold on one second. Okay. You did see. Yes, okay, but before we get into them hot questions, you still didn't tell me how you on wine. Yeah, so what I started doing, well, I actually just started this Sunday, is I took a bath, you know. Like, <laughs> I, got, I, was on a, I got on a computer like 7 that morning, and of course, I took some breaks in between, but I was pretty much on the computer from seven to eight that afternoon. And I said, you know what? Enough. Pull back. You need to decompress because you got work starting on tomorrow. And I took a bath. I ran me some bath water. I put my little bath bomb in there. I put my little, you know, all my little essential oils and my Epsom salt. And I just sat and I relaxed. I had some, I didn't have any wine because I know people like, get your wine. I didn't have wine, but I had my, I had the barge on and I just relaxed for a moment and I don't get enough opportunities to just sit still, but I'm going to try my best on Sundays to do, that's how I'm going to decompress. I'm going to just push away from whatever it is I'm doing, at least between 7.30 and 8.30 at night. And I'm going to try to take a bath because of course, Typically, we're taking a shower. Most people, they might just like showers, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but taking a bath and just relaxing and just being mm-hmm. able to sit with your thoughts. I mean, I'm just looking up at my black ceiling in my bath. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is really pretty. Or, you know, just things like that. Or, oh, look at my light fixture. You know, just mm-hmm. trying not to really think about much and just be in the moment. So that's what I'm starting to do. And then other times, you know, just being able to talk to your friends sometimes for a little while to just get away from it all or having dinner. I've started trying to have dinner with Nate, even if we're doing DoorDash uh, and put my phone to the side so I can really be in the moment and have a conversation with him. So those are some things that I'm just really getting into to just try to decompress for a moment. 
And it can be hard putting that phone to the side, like totally yes. don't look at it. That can be one of the hardest things to do. Yes, it's extreme. Because I can say, okay, let me put this up. I need to get some work. And then the next five minutes, I'm looking back at it. I'm like, no, put it up. Go put it on the charger. Get it out of the room with you. I can really get work done. I can get more work done if I put the phone up, but I'm always trying not to miss a text, miss an email, miss mm-hmm. somebody said something to me on Instagram. I need to respond because I'm trying to keep my engagement up. You know, like all of those type of things. It can be a bit much, but I can be much more productive if I just push away from the phone at times. Yes, and um, you said you sit you sit in a uh, tub and you like, oh, that life fish, I like that. Are you the type <laughs> to always change up what's in the house? Are you changing it up constantly? Oh, <laughs> Nate, like, girl, stop. He is the one that said, why are you buying something new? You're going to change it in two months. <laughs> like <this. laughs> See, he know. I, I can pick it up. I'm going to change yeah, it. So- that light might be better. That color, that texture. <laughs> yes, I'm that person, I, especially now that I'm really, really in it and invested in it. I do change it. Uh, I'm not a seasonal person, so like I don't change a lot of stuff because it's fall or because it's something like I don't have a summer throw or a summer pillow. Like if it's a pillow that I love, I'm typically going to love it throughout the seasons. Uh, but I will, if I see another pretty pillow, not seasonal, just a pretty pillow, I will purchase it as well. So I have some pillows that I have put up that stashed away for now mm-hmm. and I'm using some others and I can switch those out just if I want to change in my look but I do I will change it I, I don't know about every two months but <laughs> hey you in that world so you gotta you know do what you gotta do ain't nothing better than your house to play with you know what I'm saying exactly I can't do it for clients homes I can't okay. go back unless they hire me back now you hire me back I go back and okay. change it all up. okay <laughs> Now let's get into these hot questions with us. Okay. I'm gonna give you two choices and you tell me which one Laquita. Okay. okay. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, which one do you prefer? Would you spend your time doing all day if you could? Teaching or designing? <laughs> you for that. <laughs> I know the answer though. <laughs> uh, designing. <laughs> I love teaching. I, I do. If I ever have to go back to the classroom, I happily go because I absolutely love kids. But designing, I just, I get carried away and I get lost and just sourcing things for clients, putting rooms together. Like that's, at this point, that's my passion. That's, that's your passion. something that brings me less stress. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I knew that was the answer. I knew it. <laughs> okay. Now when you are, you know, out there shopping for your clients, trying to design a look, which one of these do you go to first? Do you always go high end or more so thrift or a combination of both? So I would say a combination of both. Yeah, a combination of both. Because you don't want your home to look like a store. You, know, you want your home to look like it's lived in. And most people don't have like shiny things in one room all together. You know, so I wouldn't do that. So it's going to be a mixture of both. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now, when you are designing, what is your favorite part? Do you focus more on? Is it the colors or the textures or both? So it would have to be both again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I, when I pull in the room together, of course, I'm thinking about the colors, but I'm also thinking about the texture and the pattern play in that particular room and how well they're going to all go together. So I can't do one without the other. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. You know, teach me because I don't know, honey. <laughs> I might have to get a budget together for you to come and hook my Come on, Ina. I, I do your home for sure. Yes, I would love that. Okay. Last question. Which one do you prefer, summer or fall and why? Oh, I absolutely love summer. I absolutely love summer. You can go to the beach. You got that sunshine. It's just, the days are longer, meaning the lights. You know, it doesn't get dark early, so you can be outside to eight thirty before it gets dark. Versus the fall and winter, once it starts changing, it's getting dark at five o'clock. It yeah. feel like you got to go be in the house. You can't run to the store. You can't, you know. So the summer for sure. Then you have summer vacations. Is what people are typically taking vacations. Mm -hmm. It just seems like you have a lot of fun. You can eat out on a patio in the summer. Yeah. You know, in early fall, of course, you can do that too. But we know that it starts to get cold and those things shut down. The beach is going to be shutting down soon. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely a summer girl. I don't like it to be too hot. Like Memphis is extremely hot Ooh, in the summer. Mm -hmm. I like it to be pleasant. But summer all day, and my birthday is June first. So I'm oh sorry. yeah, you a summer baby. Okay, I yes. see it. I see it. <laughs> now, thank you for answering my hot questions. But you made me think about something um, that is obvious. Although you're into interior design, let's talk about Laquita's. You know, design um, as far as your fashions, honey, because you bring it each and every time. <laughs> now. Well, thank you. I guess it kind of coincides with interior design too, like um, how you develop your look. Now, you know, could you describe your style for everyone? Like, what does Laquita like? Because, you know, we never know what we're going to get with you, but the finished look is always bomb. So tell us about that. So, of course, I can go from a business suit to some biking shorts. So, <laughs> yes, you it's can. Like, you know, it's just I dress for the occasion. Uh, dress for the weather. I wouldn't say I have one specific style because if it's something that I like, I just like it uh, and I put it together. I have clothes that I may have had years ago that oh, I put with something that I just recently got. So I mix, you know, old with the new. Uh, I do like oversized blazers, you know, things of that nature. I like, I do like jeans. I like to, you know, dress down. I like to dress jeans up, put on we're not wearing heels these days, but mm -hmm. in past, I would put on heels, a nice blouse, some jeans to go out to dinner or the clutch purse. Uh, but I love sundresses. I love backless sundresses as well, uh, straps. I love shorts. Um, but then I like the, my business suits um, when I'm putting them on or dresses with a blazer on top of them. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't box my style in. It's just really really what the occasion is and then what I'm in the mood for. Yes, because we love every look you give. Even today, you're giving me yes, yes, yes. It's been working for me today. <laughs> How long have you been natural? Oh my goodness, I want to say five years now. Just five years? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I would have thought you'd been natural longer it. than that. I, I would have <laughs> thought you'd been rocking the natural for a while, but I know you're loving it. Yeah, I do. Well, it may have been, it may be longer. It's maybe six at this point. It may be six. I do. I love my natural hair and I can't, I said I will never say never again because I did that with school, but I can't see myself ever going back to a relaxer. Mm -hmm. um, that's just me. I love the texture. So I like texture and design. Yeah. I like mixing things in design. So with natural hair, I got my texture. I'm so used to now my hair being big. Mm -hmm. That's why I didn't really, 
I had that was the second time I've ever had my natural hair flat iron. Mm, the second and it's be, the second time, and that's because I don't like flat hair. But this, I went to a different person this time, and she actually did a wonderful job. But my hair is so thick, it automatically started swelling back up the moment I walked out of the salon. So yeah. it doesn't last on me because my hair is extremely thick and just it's humid in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did like it because she gave me volume. So mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. And we'll do it again. Um, maybe I'll try it this fall, winter, just because, you know, it's not as hot outside and muggy and hopefully oh, yeah. converts. Yeah. yeah convert but uh I, I do i love it um so we will see I, I thought about dreads and so i'm not oh, you sure. can rock them for sure yeah so i thought about that but then i'm like i like big hair mm-hmm. <laughs> so you yeah. know so i wear I, I have started wearing some two strand twists and keeping those up so i can see if i can play around with the look a little more i just got to be comfortable in it Yes. Well, Laquita, you can rock anything. You can do anything you want to do. We are behind you 100%. Um, it has been so wonderful to get to know everything about you on the Verbally Effective Podcast. I can't wait for everyone to hear this. Laquita, thank you so much for being thank my you, guest today. You are amazing, lady. Oh, thank you, Miss Ina. I appreciate you for having me on. And of course, yes, you know, I'm watching you. You're doing some great things as well, thank sis. You. So keep doing that. Keep doing what you're doing. And thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. You're welcome. Now, I want you to let everybody know how they can follow you on social media and keep up with everything you're doing in this interior design world. Yeah, so hit me up on Instagram. Please engage with me on Instagram. Hit me up in my DMs. My name on Instagram is Quita Tate, Q-U-I-T-A-T-A-T-E. And then if you want to check out my website, if you're interested in my business and hiring me, how are you, girl? Okay. My website is Laquita, L-A-Q-U-I-T-A, Tate, T-A-T-E, dot com, and click the work with me page and fill that out, and then I give you a call. We'll have a discovery call, but you can also check out my portfolio on my website. You can check out my blog, because I am a blogger, so check out my blog and all that through my um, website, but also on Quita Tate, you can go through the link there as well. Amazing, Laquita. Tay, thank you so much for being my guest today. You keep up the amazing work. I'm going to have to hit you up, let you know what my budget is, and we're going to get right. the house together, honey. And, um, you know, congratulations on the contest, on opening up the new school with Alcee. Um, I got to come and see how uh, you put your touch on it over there. At please, <laughs> please come and see me. I'll be there. So please, I would love to walk you around. I am definitely. Uh, Mr. Rona not going to be here long, too much longer, I hope and pray. Right. I, know, I hope it'll be <laughs> open because we, st- we need to go to lunch or do something. Yes, for over. sure. Let me know if you want to do that. Get you some okay. downtime. So we, you know, get you some downtime. Exactly. <laughs> yes, bam, you, it's lady. coming. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you, Ina. You enjoy your day. I know you, you got things to do. And uh, once again, congratulations on everything, lady. I love you. Thank you so much. Have a great one. You too, lady. Bye-bye.